Hello, my friends. Welcome. My name is Joe. This is The Joe Martino Show. And today we're going to talk about what are boundaries, because I hear them used a lot. And I often think of the Princess Bride and I think, I am not sure that word means what you think it means. Let's kick it off. This is The Joe Martino Show. You're listening to The Joe Martino Show, a podcast dealing with all things emotional, relational, and human nature. Joe is a licensed counselor in the state of Michigan, specializing in relationship therapy. He is also the author of the book, The Emotionally Secure Couple. All advice offered in this episode is offered for entertainment and educational purposes only. Enjoy the show. All right. Hello. Let's see how long we go on this topic and we'll see where we end up. Uh, Someone wrote in and essentially asked this question, which comes down to how do boundaries work? Here's the situation. I was going to read it to you, but I don't know this person, uh, but they are related evidently to quite a few people that I have seen and they have quite a few friends that I have seen. Probably the first paragraph was that uh, just like, hey, this is how I know of you, blah, blah, blah. Anyhow, the conversation went something like this. Uh, Adult daughter is mad with mom because mom made a comment about homecoming dresses and prom dresses. And adult daughter gave her opinion very strongly. And then then mom, who's probably, I don't know, I mean, I'm guessing she's got an adult daughter. So you got to figure she's at least in her, you know, late 50s, early 60s, starts to offer her opinion. An adult daughter who is in her uh, late 20s says, well, I don't feel safe with your opinion. I don't feel safe with what you're saying. I don't want to hear it. We need to stop talking about it. And so I wrote back and forth with this person, and she did actually get the adult daughter to join the email conversation. And the adult daughter agreed that that's essentially what happened. The adult daughter actually told her to listen to me because if she listened to my podcast, she would know that I agreed with her. And she should try to get an appointment with me because she doesn't know what boundaries are. Now, look, I don't know what any of that is, but here's the thing. Here, here's what the, the mom is asking. Essentially, she's asking me, hey, is my daughter right? My, We'll just say she's 30. I think she's 28 or 29 based on the conversation. But we'll say 30. My 30-year-old daughter, correct. She gets to tell me that I'm wrong. And then when I go to answer, she tells me she doesn't feel safe. And her therapist tells her that anytime she doesn't feel safe, she should withdraw from the conversation. Is that correct? Now, here's the thing. I want to know what Joe Martino show the daughter's listening to because that's hogwash, right? And I see this. I actually had a client. When this email conversation started, I had a client come in, an adult client that's probably uh, 57, 58, and she has an adult daughter, 27, 28. And sure enough, they had the same conversation the same form of the conversation where the adult daughter was like, well, I just don't feel safe. So I'm out. So deuces, you're not allowed to talk to me anymore. And here's the thing that we've gotten wrong. Okay. So boundaries, first of all, are not for other people. This is one of the things that we get wrong regularly. Boundaries are not for other people. You don't get to tell other people what to do. You get to decide what you're going to do based on what other people do. That's boundaries, right? And, and so You can say to other people, hey, I don't like this conversation. I guess you could say I don't feel safe in this conversation. I have a really big problem with that phrase because we have taken it and we have weaponized it. We have turned it into some sort of, uh, you know, know, giant boss cheat code. 
uh, where if you're saying something I don't like, I just don't feel safe in this conversation. So I'm I'm done talking, and you're not allowed you're not allowed to talk, and I'm done listening. I don't feel safe. I don't feel safe. Well, okay, what exactly don't you feel safe about? It was interesting to me. The New York Times last week said that Ron DeSantis put an entire people group in Michigan at danger because he misrepresented them. Uh, he misrepresented some some uh, some people of the uh, Islamic faith. Uh, he misidentified them as protesters at a rally, and he put their lives at danger. That same New York Times wrote an article saying that Israel bombed a hospital uh, when it turned out that, oops, nope, that isn't accurate, right? And in both cases, who was at risk, right? Did, did then the New York Times need to publish an article? Because they were calling for Ron DeSantis to apologize. And look, this isn't about politics. This is just about, so, so don't get all wrapped up and, well, I hate Ron DeSantis and I love the New York Times or I hate the New York Times and I love Ron DeSantis. Just stay with me here. If the New York Times is saying that someone misrepresenting an Islamic group is putting them at danger. Isn't the New York Times putting an entire people group at danger? This is the problem with words put us in danger, especially words that we don't like. So if you say to me, Joe, I hate hunting, when I can say to you, well, I don't feel safe. You're not allowed to talk to me anymore. Those aren't boundaries. That's tyranny and it's, it's awfulness. It, it's just, it's deplorable, it's despicable, and it is terrible for good relationships. So let's bring this back to the mom and the daughter. So the mom, both my client and the mom that wrote in, they're like, well, I just think, you know, these these dresses, blah, 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 blah. And so I, I said to them both, I said, is there by any chance, do you ever go swimming? Like when your kids were teenagers, did they ever go swimming? Yes. And one mom said that she only let her girls wear one piece bathing suits. The other mom told me that her daughters could wear bikinis. I'm like, help me understand the difference between the dresses that you are decrying and going nuts over and bathing suits. They all reveal the same thing. And so then both of the adult daughters, late 20s, early 30s, say, oh, mom, I think you're wrong. And one daughter said that she felt her mom was uh, sexualizing those teenagers and her mom said, no, I don't think I am. And at that point there, the daughter says, I don't feel safe in this conversation. You're not allowed to talk. I have really bad news. If you have therapists teaching you that, get a new therapist because they're stealing your money. Those are not good boundaries. And here's the thing. I want to be clear. I don't know who the therapist is. I purposely didn't ask because as I know firsthand, there are things that clients say that their therapist says and what they're actually expressing is their interpretation of what their therapist said. And so I have no idea if the therapist actually taught her that as a boundary or taught her that as a means to handle a boundary. But that isn't living by boundaries. That's living with tyranny, right? Like that's being, I get to say whatever I want. And if you disagree with me, well, conveniently, I don't feel safe. And, and I think that we have to address this or our conversations in society are not going to get much better. Our ability to disagree agreeably is not going to get much better. We have engaged in this, if I don't like it, it's not safe hogwash for too long. It's just silliness. There's two fundamental thoughts that we have to go after here. One is that just because somebody disagrees with you does not mean that you're not safe. Just because somebody says that you are wrong, that does not mean you're not safe. Just because somebody says something you don't like, even if it's of a sexual nature, that doesn't mean that you're not safe. So even if these this daughter was right and her mom was sexualizing these teenagers 
And I don't think she was. I think she was being very inconsistent in her view. But that does it. Like, what's the danger? Is mom going to go take her and trick her out? Is And I'm not being funny here. Like, I'm being serious. Is she afraid that her mom's going to go uh, 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 turn her, you know, loose in sex trafficking in some way? Again, I'm not trying to diminish something that is a very serious problem. But what exactly are you afraid of? What exactly do you think you're not safe of? Or are you just not safe in being disagreed with because you've never developed the emotional maturity to engage in disagreements and conversations where you're not the one that is the authority, where, where people question what you say, right? It's, it's one of the most interesting things to me. Across the board, we have more A's in the history of education, hello, grade inflation, and we have far less people. And this is anecdotal. You're right. I couldn't back it up with research. I probably could if I actually wanted to. We have far more people that can't, they can't be questioned. They're unsafe. They feel unsafe if they're being questioned. Well, what exactly is the danger that you feel there? You need to learn to identify that. That's just healthy living because not everybody who disagrees with you means you're unsafe. We've taken this always trust your gut thing a little too far. That's how we get the proverbial Karen in the park making accusations at at someone or or the proverbial Karen, well, where do you live? You need to tell me where you live. And that leads me to the second thing that we need to uh, question or actually obliterate that is a foundational uh, preposition for this line of thought, which is if you feel unsafe, you are unsafe. No, no. You're not. Feeling unsafe doesn't mean that you actually are unsafe. It, it's such a, a silly paradox that we refuse to look at, right? We tell people just because you're anxious and you don't feel like you should go out doesn't mean you should go out. But if you ever feel unsafe, go with that. Wait, what? Feeling unsafe doesn't mean you're unsafe. You need to ask yourself, am I actually in danger? And I see this all the time. Like uh, I do consulting for companies and we'll call an employee in who's not performing and we can see it right? Like there's, there's so many metrics today. And we'd be like, look, you're not actually getting this done. And immediately they go on the, the on the war path. And I have sat in meetings where adult people have said to their boss, well, I don't feel safe right now. Well, what is it that you don't feel safe about? Is it physical safety? Is it emotional safety? Is it mental safety? Or do you feel like your job isn't safe? Because that would be an accurate feeling. But the good news is you control that right? Feeling unsafe does not mean that you're unsafe. Your feelings are not a great predictor of reality. I was just talking to somebody this weekend. If you're a longtime listener, you know that I have talked about how I used to think the Washington Redskins scandal was silly. And then somebody made me think and they're like, well, what if we use this word for that? And I was like, oh man, that is something to think about. And so I kind of went with, yeah, okay, it's good that the NFL got rid of it. If you don't know what I'm talking about, the NFL, there's a football team in Washington, D.C. used to be called the Washington Redskins. It is now called the Washington, oh boy, I don't know, Commanders. Uh, And they're being sued because there's a a Native American tribe that originally was being honored by the name Redskins and by the um, moniker that the team went by. And they are offended that they're not being offended, wasn't taken into account. And essentially one of the Indian tribal leaders said, I'm tired of white people dictating how we should feel. And he went on to say in the article, it was an amazing article. I, I wish I could find it. I looked for it this morning. He went on to say, just because somebody thinks something is bad, it doesn't make it bad. In other words, just because there are people who think, oh, well, that's that's wrong, right? So just because this girl, now this girl could have said, mom, I think you're wrong. 
In fact, I do. I did. I told mom that. My client, we had fun about it. I'm like, hey, I just totally disagree with you, and here's why. And I listened to her, and she listened to me, and I think this is part of the problem. We're overreacting to the problem where we've all been in conversations that never ended, right? This is the argument that never ends, my friends. It goes on and on because two people started having it, not knowing where it ends. And, and it just goes on and on and on, and people just go back and forth and back and forth. But again, this is rooted in another problem. Unless the person agrees with me, we typically say, well, you're not hearing me. No, no, I hear you. And in fact, to prove that, I'm happy to articulate your point. I just think you're wrong. And too many people just keep on going right there, right? They won't stop. They just keep going. And I can understand that that's frustrating. At some point, years ago, uh, I think like 09, I was having a conversation with a guy about a situation that didn't even really involve us. It was about a college football coach. And and it was clear that it was escalating. I kept saying the same thing again and again. There was two of, two of us were talking and this, this third guy came up. And clearly it was something that was very close and passionate to his heart. And I finally just said, I think his name's Dan. I don't remember. I was like, hey, Dan, it's, it's clear that we're not going to agree. So uh, maybe we could just agree to disagree. And he lost his mind. You're not hearing me. I'm like, no, I, I am hearing you. We just don't agree. Right? But again, the answer to one person's bad conduct isn't more bad conduct of, well, I just don't feel safe. That isn't how this works. Both, to be frank, both positions are rooted in arrogance. And so the question then becomes, okay, well, how do we extricate ourselves from that? Well, here's what I always suggest. Consider one one interaction and evolution, right? So if I say to you, hey, how are you? And you answer, I'm good, thank you. That's one evolution, right? And so mom says, mom, elderly mom says something, right? Or middle-aged mom says something. Adult daughter disagrees. Mom disagrees. Adult daughter disagrees. When those evolutions start to be repetitive, it's probably time for both parties to be like, hey, I feel like we are restating everything that we're keep. We keep making the same argument. So maybe we just disagree and we could stop now. And honestly, it's okay if we disagree. I mean, I don't know about you, but I expect that we'll disagree. So the way to extricate yourself is to just state, I feel like I understand what you're saying. I feel like you understand what I'm saying. And we just disagree. And then you can have boundaries around, like, I don't need to talk about this again. Right. And so I, so I said to the, to the one daughter we we're talking, I was like, well, have you ever considered that an actual boundary wouldn't be you getting to pop off and say whatever you want to say and then telling your mom, well, I don't feel safe, so you can't talk about it. It might be you get to say what you believe. Your mom gets to say what you believe. And that has a that conversation has a conclusion, which might be we just don't agree. And in the absence of something changing, more information coming up, could we agree not to talk about it again? We, we don't have to talk about it again, right? If, if there's not something out there that that suddenly comes to me that is like, I'm like, oh, that's that's new information or I changed my position, right? So the Redskins conversation, this is why I brought that up earlier. My position has gone from, man, that's stupid to, oh, yeah, that's actually something I need to think about and I kind of get it now. And now in more more information, I'm kind of back to, boy, I don't know what I think. And, and so that to me, and the other person can still be like, look, we've talked about this. I don't want to talk about it anymore. That's actually treating people like adults because one of the things that we have to consider is most of the things that we call good mental health today 
are actually bad mental health because they're about some false illusion of control, right? So I'm not going to let you talk to me, mom, because I don't feel safe, but I get to say what I think. That's not about boundaries. That's about control. And mature adults recognize that they don't control other people. And mature adults recognize that other people will disagree with them. And that's okay. They will move on. They will, mature adults recognize that I'm just not going to agree with everybody. There are good people that disagree with me. My men's group, we meet Saturday mornings, we're talking about some things. And I was like, so here's my position, but I want to be clear. I know really good people who disagree with me. And maybe some of you do. And so maybe some of you disagree with me on this. Maybe some of you think, no, the daughter should get to say whatever she wants. And then the minute any rebuttal comes, if she doesn't feel safe, she should get to say, I don't feel safe and shut it down. I would love to hear from you. If that's your position, I would love to hear from you. At the very least, I'd love to email with you. Uh, Even beyond that, I would almost want to consider, if we could do it in in a uh, productive way, I'd almost want to consider doing an on-air kind of discussion about it with you. So reach out to me if that's you. Hey, if you enjoyed this, feel free to share it with three of your friends. Uh, Research shows us that we find value in sharing things with our friends, especially things that are free, that we find meaningful. And you sharing it helps me out a lot. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you next week. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, please share with a friend. And hey, give us that rating in your podcast store. Until next time, change possible.